This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week, you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Watching Lester Till I Die TV.
listen on your favourite podcast platform or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Right, Chris. Alrighty, good evening. How the devil are you? Welcome along. I uh, hope this finds you well, uh, wherever you are. Uh, so good evening, good morning, good day, good afternoon, good night, goodbye. I think I've just about covered everything there. Uh, it's Calibou Cup Week. Yeah, it doesn't get me excited. I'm sorry. Maybe if we get through to the semis, which I doubt we will because who we've got this week. But if we get through to the semis of the quarter, I can't get excited by this cup. Uh, they just don't take it seriously. Um, and I think when you look at the fact that who's on TV tomorrow uh, and, and uh, obviously on Thursday as well, you're talking about uh, Manchester City, Newcastle. Of course, two teams that really do need uh, the publicity and the TV views. And I know why they do it, because they're the ones that everybody's going to be watching. But really... I mean, come on, show there's, there's lower league clubs, and I'm not talking Leicester. I'm talking about League One, League Two clubs that could really do with the revenue. But uh, Sky don't give a shit about them. Do you remember those days during COVID when they said it was all about the fans? <laughs> Fucking hell, was it Eckers like? But welcome along. Uh, also, welcome along to um, that man stub show. Uh, if you are a Liverpool fan, um, we extend the the warm hand of friendship above the uh, across the River Mersey. Uh, and welcome along. Uh, this is where you can find us, LTID TV. That's all our social media there. But tonight we are going to be talking Liverpool versus Leicester. Hopefully uh, a better result than last time when we met pre-season. But uh, let's find out because it's been a good start for both teams. Um, and say hello to Stephen. Good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Yeah, good. Always good to come on, mate. Thanks for the invites. Looking no. forward to it. No, How are you? you are welcome. Well, apart from the fact that I decided when I was just making myself a brew before I mm. came on, that I would pour the water all over the top rather than actually in the cup. <laughs> <laughs> apart from that, uh, I'm doing okay. Um, enjoying the fact of, of learning how how it what it feels like to win games again. It had yeah. been a while, but um, but we're back. But uh, uh, a good start for both teams. Um, I mean, second uh, the Premier League. Now, obviously, we we were in it until last year. Um, yeah. I can't say I particularly miss a lot of it. It's great having no VAR. Um, <laughs> it's great. It's great. Well, yeah, it's funny because you can you you want to shout at the referee and you go to shout at the referee, <laughs> but then you stop yourself because you think that's fair enough, mate. You've just had to quickly make that decision. You know, even yeah. if not. I watched the the London derby. I don't know if you saw it at the weekend, and there was the penalty incident. Yes. It took it took VAR about four minutes to decide that it was a penalty. Now maybe mm. some were watching it. It's the first time I've watched um, a Premier League game this season. Um, right. We we saw one replay and went penalty. Okay. Why does it take? I mean, I, that's what I don't get, and I don't miss that at all. Mm. It's great, uh, and it's it's proper football. The amount of times free kicks that were being given, where in the Championship. Um, you know, you're allowed to play on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm sorry, I, I don't miss it. It's the consistency more than anything else, isn't it? Because you could ask, you could ask 10 different referees and all, all of them will give different decisions, you know? So there's no consistency made, to be honest. And it's like you said, true fans, even when I'm doing my watch on my channel, I mean, you can't even celebrate just because you don't know if there's going to be a five, 10 minute delay on. VAR, anything like that. So it, it does take that sort of in, 
enjoyment and excitement out of celebrating a goal because you just don't know if you can celebrate anymore. Well, we, we, I think we played, well, we did. We played Norwich the other week and McAteer got the second goal. And I have to be honest with you, to me, it looked a, a million miles offside. But look, you yeah. Know, I I take it. Um, I don't think I understand the offside rules anymore. <laughs> the rest do. Uh, and the guy looked over his shoulder. The flag stayed down, and it was in an instant celebration. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what you miss. That's what you miss in in the Premier League because there's there's no set standard, is there? So go, everything goes to VAR. There's a two minute check, and then mm. you, you celebrate the goal. What two or three minutes later, you know, it just it does take that excitement out of it, but. This is this is the new way way of football now, isn't it? It is unfortunately. So uh, if we do come back up, that will be one thing I won't won't be particularly looking forward to. But uh, a few hellos because obviously we're on on your you're on your platform as well. So give us a shout yeah. out uh, about your platform. So yeah, um, obviously you can find me on uh, Statman Stubbs Football Channel. Do lots of things. Um, I've sort of scaled it down a bit due to work and commitments and stuff like that. So really. What I'm focusing on is the the two best things that have been voted by the viewers as well. So that's the prediction show, which I do, and the watch-alongs as well. But they're, they're asking for previews and stuff like that. But, yeah, the two main ones I do are the prediction show and the football watch-alongs. But not just Liverpool, just any, any watch-alongs. I enjoy watching football, to be honest. So any watch-alongs I can do, I certainly do try anyway. Yeah. I must admit, I do... I, I watch that game and all right yes obviously it had everything that a north london derby has but yeah do i i miss being in the premier league but i don't miss the premier league so i must admit i don't i don't miss watching uh watching football as as in like, the premier league uh, yeah yeah dylan says hello now then still look at that intro uh, i think he's trying <laughs> to stir things up a little bit for you there yeah yes uh, um Big up your cheeky bastard. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah. That's still going on. My God. There it is, yeah. <laughs> um, Nate is in. Good evening, Nate. How are you? Uh, Glasgow, uh, big up guys. Hope you're both well. I, I am. Um, and Scott is in as well. Hello. Hope everybody is okay. Uh, we are. Um, look, we, we met we met briefly <laughs> for, for sort of one game pre-season in Thailand. Yeah. We managed to avoid the monsoon that we'd had um, the week before against uh, against Spurs. Um, yeah. 4-0, I, I think, all right, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm not one of those. I never look at a thing and think, right, well, oh, that didn't reflect the game. It did because you won 4-0. Um, yeah. But I don't think, I mean, you, you had sort of, I mean, 30, 35, 38, three goals there within sort of the space of about 10 minutes. Yeah. But up until that point, I thought we were giving you quite a good game. Yeah, from what I remember, because I was, I was actually on, on holiday in Cyprus at the time. Um, so I do remember watching it and you guys had quite a few chances before that. I think you had a one-on-one that McAtee causes, uh, or McAteer, sorry, causes quite a few problems on your left-hand side, obviously all right. Um, yeah, you missed, you missed quite a few sitters in another day. It could have been a different scoreline, but like you say, three goals in what five, five, ten minutes in the first half did completely change the the grasp of the game. And maybe four nil was quite a it was quite flattering in the end, but it, because it wasn't as comfortable as a four nil suggestion would would sound. But yeah, we were all over the place. I think it was one of our first, it was one of our last sort of preseason games before the uh, before mm. we went over to I think it was back to 
back to the UK anyway. I think it was the last game before we went back to the UK. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, like I say, 4-0, not a true reflection on the game. If you had taken your chances, it could have been a different story. And your thoughts on Leicester coming out of the hat and being drawn at home against us? Yeah, well, like I said off air to you, uh, Chris, um, obviously we massively struggled against you last time you came to Anfield in the Carabao Cup. Uh, if I remember rightly, it was you You guys were winning 3-1. I think Oxlade-Chamberlain got the, the second, then Minamino equalised in the, literally the last kick of the game to force it to penalty. So again, first half all over us, uh, deservedly. I think Vardy got a couple of quick-fire goals against our very inexperienced defence. And um, yeah, I mean, it went to penalties and it's just, like you, like you say, it's a lottery once it gets to penalties. Yeah. It's... You, you, you just never know, but I mean, these are always good games. I expect a high-scoring uh, game tomorrow night because it's going to be a lot of changes, which I'm sure we'll discuss as well, mate. Yes, yeah. But, I mean, looking at your season, I've got to say, and again, forgive me because I haven't say, really yeah, yeah. followed the Premier League purely for the fact of, uh, you know, well, we're, in, we're in the Championship now, obviously, but... Um, Second, you sat. Um, you've not lost a game. Uh, you've literally that yeah. one draw. The difference between you and Man City. Uh, I've got to say, fifteen goals scored, five conceded. It's looking good for you this season. Yeah, it's it is looking very good. And I mean, the, the promising thing is we've not actually played that well, and we've got the results as well. You see, and we're quite a few games this season. We've been one goal down at half time. Um, and we'll have to we'll have to keep on coming back. It's it's nice to to get that sort of relaxation where we can actually be a few goals up, and we haven't had that this season, to be honest. So, um, yeah, I mean, you, what, you can't complain. Five wins, one draw. That that game's it's that was the first game of the season against Chelsea, and we know where Chelsea are at this moment in time. Yeah. It's probably looking it's probably looking like a, a case of two points dropped rather than a point gain. So. But yeah, I mean, if you'd asked me at the start, especially the away games this season that Liverpool have had, Newcastle away, uh, Chelsea away, obviously fair enough Wolves, maybe you'd expect them to win that. But we lost 3-0 last season at Molyneux. So we've had difficult games. Next two games as well after this, Tottenham and Brighton away, obviously in between the Europa League, of mm -hmm. course. But yeah, fantastic start of the season. You just you can't grumble with that, can you? No, no, not at all. I mean, talk me through um, your transfer window. Uh, and again, you know, I don't want to sort of appear. Well, I, I, I don't know who you signed or what have you. We, we all yeah. we all know the we all know the Henderson saga. Uh, we all yeah. know the, the Salah saga that wasn't then was then wasn't and didn't happen. Um, but happy with your transfer window? Many come in, many go out. Yeah, I mean, lots went out. Uh, Oxlade Chamberlain, Henderson, Fabinho, Naby Keita, who was didn't really play at all. He was always injured. Um, so, yeah, I think seven players went out. Four players came in. Um, obviously, we've got the Alexis McAllister deal wrapped up pretty quickly. That was done in June, which was fantastic business. £35 million. Um, I was a bit a bit worried going into it because, obviously, we've got Sobert's live through the door as well. Absolutely fantastic player. But I don't think he will play tomorrow. I think he'll be rested. Um, and then it was a bit worrying that we'd, we'd signed them two quite early. And then we've got Wataro Endo through the door, who is just, it's just a Hendo with, uh, without the H. So, mm. um, but no, I mean, he, he needs time to embed in the squad. And then, of course, obviously, Gravenberts signed just a couple of days before the transfer window closed. So, 
yeah, I mean, it's a completely different midfield to the one that we've had last season as well. So you've got to, I thought we wouldn't be as high as what we are, what we are at this moment in time because I thought the players would have to to bet in, but complete opposite. The the it's, I mean, if you look at the midfield and the ages as well, McAllister twenty four, Sobertsly twenty two, Curtis Jones is in there now. Who so it's a very very young mid, midfield. Yes, you've got a World Cup winner, but apart from that, and obviously a Hungarian captain. It's it's a complete new midfield, so we've we've done very well to embed them in the squad straight away, and we are looking good, even though we haven't been playing that great. We've been getting the results. Are you happy with the with the business? Would you have liked different players in, or, or overall, would you do look back and go, yeah, that that was a good window? It wasn't a bad window. I would have been obviously you you can be overcritical sometimes, but I would like to have seen a, a left sided centre back come in. And I'd like to have seen cover it right back as well, because once Trent's injured, which he is at the moment, you've got Joe Gomez, who's injury prone as well. So realistically, I would have liked a, a right a backup right back and I would have liked a left sided centre back. Mm. And if we are being really, really picky, maybe a right uh, right sided midfielder on the wing uh, to cover for, for Salah as well. But other than that, I'd, if I was to rate it out of 10, I would probably give it a, a 7 out of 10 for uh, transfer business. Well, I think, in fairness, and looking at it from from our point of view, I mean, when you look at our, our last summer transfer window, which was like, well, yeah. Fafana out and phase in at the last minute, and <laughs> and, uh, and that that was it. And when you look at what happened, I mean, just going out, I mean, Sumare, Christensen, Thomas, Castagna, Brunt, Evans, Tete, Mende, Bertrand, Amati, Tielemans, Soyuncu, Perez, uh, three that we sold, uh, George Hurst to Ipswich, uh, I mean, we've got 40 million for James Madison from Spurs. We've got mm. 39, 40 million for Newcastle for Harvey Barnes. So, 80 million, I think, for two relegated players actually was good business. And yes. neither of them actually ever expressed uh, a willingness that they wanted to leave. But, you know, they, they were our most sellable assets. And we did have that hangover of the um, FFP. Yeah. Trying to trying to stick to it, something Manchester City obviously never do. Well, did I did yeah. I say that out loud? But you know, when you look at look at who we uh, who we who we've signed, I mean, it's like it's like it's like your Christmas wish list. It's like Santa's just gone and go, all oh, right, okay, yeah, tick, tick, tick. I mean, it's been amazing. I mean, you've got injuries um, just to, to Callum Doyle, which we'll go, we'll go on to later. But yeah. it, it's been a fantastic window for us, and you know, everybody in the in the in the championship were going like, yeah, yeah, bloody hell, all these players you're signing. I'm saying, yeah, but go back 12 months and have a look at who we were signing then, yeah. which was nobody. Yeah. Um, I mean, first of all. I, thought, but, I mean, no team's ever too good to go down, and we were not yeah. too good to go down. We were too bad to stay up. Uh, I can definitely say that. Um, were you surprised that we did? I mean, if you look at it, you scored the same amount of goals as Aston Villa, uh, but Aston Villa finished in Europe. You guys, unfortunately, went down. So the problem wasn't scoring goals. You were scoring goals yeah. for fun, but you just couldn't You couldn't uh, shut up shop at the other end. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like you say, no side's too good to go down. I mean, obviously, Everton have been scraping it along the barrel, uh, very much so with their finishes, what, 15th, 16th, I think, in 17th last season, surviving on the yeah. last day of the season. So, I mean, it, it was, I suppose, from a neutral point of view, it was good for it that it went down to the very last game of the season. But, 
I suppose for, for you guys, like like you say, no no team is too good to go down. Uh, no. And I think your defence was the was the main issue because clearly scoring goals wasn't. No, no, it was it was uh, keeping them out that was the problem. Yeah. Um, and of course, I mean, you, you told us, and everybody was was telling us about Rogers. You know, three seasons and get rid and. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest with you, you were right. Um, I have to be honest with you, my God, did he lose it uh, at the end. He had absolutely uh, it, no plan B there at all. Um, I don't think he had a plan A, if I'm totally honest no. with you. Um, completely lost the, the crowd. I, I believe he lost the, the dressing room. Um, and when we look then at sort of who was coming in, and in a way it was it had to be right because it's a difficult um, league to get out of. You know, yeah, we've, we've been we've been there before. You know, fourteen seasons it took us were from last time going down to coming back up again. But in a yeah. way, it was what we needed because when you look at all those players that we got rid of, how many of those would we have tried to keep had we stayed up, um, mm-hmm. or wouldn't have wanted to leave or, or whatever? Uh, and there were all average players on very high wages, and well, yeah. maybe not maybe not Johnny Evans because obviously he's number one centre back for Man United. <laughs> <laughs> Man United, Man United's back too of Evans and Maguire. I'd have never oh, put money on that. I'll tell no. you, you know. But then, then we look at the options, and I was very much, uh, I was very interested in the guy from Ipswich um, who'd come from, funny enough, from Man United, I believe. Uh, uh, Thomason from Blackburn Rovers. Uh, you know, somebody with that experience. And then when they announced Enzo, I was like, yeah. oh my god, and I. I was a bit worried uh, because mm. his lack of experience, you yeah. know, yes, he'd had a go at Palmer, but everybody was saying he wasn't given the time. Um, but he came in, um, and I was thinking, like, is he the right man? It excited me. I was, mm. really was excited. I mean, this is the guy who, six days before he signed for us, was holding the European champion, yeah, Champions yeah. League trophy. Exactly. Were you surprised when you saw that uh, that signing? Yeah, definitely. Because, like you like you say, he's got no experience at all. He's Pep's number two. I mean, it's not always a bad thing when you you Pep's number two. Look what's happened with Mikel Arteta at at Arsenal. Yeah. He's doing a good job now as well. Um, so yeah, it's. I was surprised. I thought you would go with someone more experienced, but listen, it's it's working at the moment. So I think the only blemish that you've got is the the defeat at home to Hull City, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you yeah you are. Which I have to be honest with you, I was glad, and not that I ever right. want my team to lose. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but everybody was saying, "Oh, you know, you're the PSG of the Championship. You're the Man City of the second tier, and yeah. you're going to go straight back up." And I, I was never confident to of going straight back up because I, a, I think it's very detrimental and very demeaning to the rest of the teams in that division to say we automatically just because we've come down. Um, but, you know, because of our hit recent history, I suppose, yeah. we were the, the big one. And, of course, we are the team, I think, because we've got the Premier League and the champion uh, FA Cup to our name, we're the teams that people want to beat. Yeah. Um, but I just thought the longer it went on and we started to break the records, like, you know, it's the best opening, you know, we never won the first four games in our history ever. And mm. it would just get going on and thinking, in a way, I wanted to lose one and just get it out of the way. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, you've, you've had a you've had a great start of the season. And I mean, it, 
but then again, you it's like you say, the championship is probably the hardest league to get out of, you know what I mean? Even if you go back to like the playoffs and stuff like that, obviously mm. there's so much tension in that. What, £50 million pound to the winner or £100 million pound to the winner? It's, it's absolutely crazy. But I mean, the other flip side, Southampton, they were expected to do very, very well under Russell yeah. Martin. Um, and so far this season, I'm obviously just beat them again uh, last last week, I think it was. Um, so yeah, it's just like I said, you obviously definitely up there as heavy favourites to go get promoted, but you don't you don't get promotion on on the back of a bit of paper, do you? Everyone knows no. that. No, you don't. You don't. Right, let's catch up with a few um, yeah, yeah. comments. Uh, Dwalsko read uh, how have Leicester been playing this season? I think we've kind of uh, answered that. Uh, better than we were playing last season. <laughs> I think if we win three more games, we've won as many games as the whole of last season. <laughs> That's how bad it was. Uh, Dylan, the draw was rigged. Always should have been done uh, again because they put... Yeah, they did put Norwich and Newcastle yeah. uh, the wrong way round. Uh, Ian Barron, how are you, Ian? How are you doing? Yeah. Um, Ozan Kabak, now there's a name from the past. Uh, <laughs> yes, he played. Said we nearly signed him, if I remember. We nearly. Yeah. Uh, I think again. I think you guys warned us off him. Yeah. Um, we also won two train games. We were down to ten men. We uh, did. OCFC, good collection behind you. Impressive. Thank you, Leicester for life. Good evening. How the devil are you? Um, well, that's an entire team plus reserves. <laughs> we needed it and. I think, I mean, yes, I know that Brendan Rodgers was calling for a reset as long as, you know, like two seasons before that when we lost to, to Forest. But it does help when you go down. It does give you that 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 chance to have a reset, you know. Um, Highfield is in. Hello, Highfield. Uh, Enzo Marquez uh, imprinted the Man City style of football at Leicester City. See, he would argue that it isn't the Manchester City style of football. Um he hates being like, you know, you're playing like Pep and you're doing this, which I, I kind of get. But it is a style that we kind of saw under Rodgers, but there's a, there's a purpose to the end of it. Mm. You know, with Rodgers, it was playing out from the back, playing across the back, lose the ball, concede. Well, at least with us, we, we are getting um, the ball forward. Uh, and our goalkeeper, my God, what a sweeper-keeper. I mean, that's the way teams play. I'm, I'm sure you're playing yeah. the same way. Yeah, definitely. Um, like I said, it's, you had to do what you had to do, didn't you? So, yeah. Um, and like I say, you get rid of the dead wood and you get, you got the players left who actually want to play for your football club as well. So I don't know too much about uh, who your, your goalkeeper is at the moment, if I'm honest. Um so yeah, I don't, I don't know what's who's your goalkeeper. We had we had a we had, a, uh, we had a, a bit of a problem with the goalkeeper last last season because of course Michael Ward, left, yeah. yeah, and then Danny Ward, uh, who in fairness came into a into a into a team with an awful back four, and he really got hung out to dry. And then Everson yeah. came in, and we thought it'd be a battle between them two. We thought Everson would get the number one, but. Uh, we've bought Hermansen from uh, Danish number two to oh, Michael, okay. and uh, my God, the other day he was actually he was in the centre circle. He was that far forward. I mean, <laughs> you know, and I know you've got a goalkeeper that likes to go up and score with a header and what have you. Yeah. But my God, you know, yeah, exactly. but it's the way that it's the way that all teams play these days, isn't it? 
it is. It's, uh, it's keepers who don't really use the hands that much now. It's all with the feet, so you've got to be able to play a football, and you do see that sweeper keeper. I think most teams do it now. Um, obviously, Allison does it, of course. Um, so, uh, yeah, Edison as well. Just every, I think every keeper now just has that sort of starting point as well. So, yeah, it's just how football, again, how how it's evolved. Um, and, yeah, you, you use your feet a lot more than you, you do your hands. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, Scott's question, can you play four goalkeepers in the starting lineup? <laughs> I think if we'd done that last season, we would have still conceded six and seven, yeah. I'll tell you. Uh, but <laughs> this season, uh, it's the Europa League for you. Um, again, as, as a... And I know what I don't. I don't put you into this sort of bracket, but obviously a lot of football fans are there, like, "Oh, we're better than that," and all this and the yeah, other. Yeah. Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, I'm sure if you win it at the end of the season, you know you you mm. won't moan. And you, you you know you you've been there before. But is it a is it a disappointment for you? Yeah, massively, to be honest. Um, but then again, the, the the season's played over 38 games. You finish where you deserve to finish. You know, it's not that like I say, Villa who finished 6 and 7 for Brighton and Villa respectively mm. they they earned the right there we we finished fifth it's not a, realistically I was I was really if it if, if we didn't get the Champions League then I, I'd rather not be in Europe at all but it's like you say now you're in the Europa League it's the only trophy that Jurgen Klopp hasn't won as Liverpool manager uh, he got to got to the final in his first season um so yeah I mean that adds to the trophy but any Liverpool fan will say that they don't want to be playing Europa League football. You want to be playing Tuesday and Wednesday night in the Champions League. You don't want to be going to these teams where, no disrespect to them, they've got a railway track going around them. I mean, no one wants to play there really, do they? So, no, no. no but you, you, listen, you're in the competition. We're, we're favourites to win it. Um, I think you might go with a weakened team um, up until we get to the sort of knockout stages. Then he might start yeah. taking it seriously. No. And I want to talk about Jurgen Klopp because yeah. I loved, loved him when he first got out. I loved his sense of humour. Um, and uh, it, it does still come through, although it does, it does like he does like the odd moan every now and again, doesn't he? But what manager yeah. doesn't? But yeah. I've got to say, I'm surprised, and I don't mean this awfully, but I'm surprised that he's still at Liverpool, to be honest with you, because I think a lot of clubs... And I think if, if you'd been a Chelsea or a Man City, Man United, you would not have stuck by Jurgen. Um, and I think it, it, it's fair play to you that you have. Do yeah. you still have faith in him as a manager? Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I wouldn't have blamed him if he walked, uh, obviously, at the end of the season because he just wasn't backed at all. It's all this, uh, next summer, you're going to be getting a two, three hundred million pound war, war chest. We're still waiting on that, to be honest. We're mm. always we literally have to sell to buy. Um, but no, I wouldn't have blamed him if, if he if he walked last season. Um, but he, he's 100% the right right man for the job. Um, and th that's just what I'm not sure. I'm, obviously, it may come across being biased, but this is why I think Liverpool fans are the best, the best in the world because they do get behind the manager um, with the... Ex how would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Exception maybe Roy Hudson when he was in charge because he was just... <laughs> you allowed that one. We'll, we'll give yeah, you that we'll, one. We'll give, give us that one. But no, he's, he's done a fantastic job. Um, he's got us to finals. He's won everything other than, like I say, the Europa League. And uh, yeah, there's there's rumours now that he might even send uh, sign another contract beyond his two-year extension that he that he's signed as well. So yeah, and you'd, you'd I've got be happy with that. Fear for them. Mm. I think there's a lot yeah, of yeah. Like, I yeah. think if it was Chelsea, let's say for example, he wouldn't he would not have lasted. You know, and no. do you think? Because I mean, I can remember. Uh, I'm an old git, and I can remember pre Alex Ferguson at Man United when Liverpool were the dominant force. Yeah, uh, and basically you won everything that was there in front of you. Uh, uh, and I always had the greatest respect for Liverpool because I think sort of when you lost, there was no hiding, there was no blaming the colour of the shirts or, 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 mm. or bad weather or anything like that. I did totally 100% respect for Liverpool. And that's carried on, to be honest with you. Uh, but I just, you know, it, it's... I, 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 just, I, I don't have to keep coming back to this, but... Are you disappointed with what you have won over that period? I mean, you had that one... I mean, yes, you've won a trophy here and a trophy there, and you had one good season when you virtually blew everybody away. I think yeah. you, you, you won everything that was going that, that one particular season. World Club Champions and yeah. Champions of Pluto or wherever it was that season. <laughs> uh, but overall... Are you not disappointed when you look at what the likes of Man City have, you know, have won? Um, I mean, you could look at it that way, but three three seasons where we didn't win it, we lost out by one point. So, I mean, you've got to give credit where credit's due for for Manchester City. Yeah. Phenomenal that yeah. them seasons when we got ninety seven points, they got ninety eight. We got ninety eight, they got ninety nine. It's just absolutely crazy, and you just have to respect that phenomenal team. But yes, would have. Would have liked to if if Manchester City weren't around, we would have won won more trophies. Course would have, but it would have been a very very boring Premier League if it was just a one horse race all the way throughout the season. So, yeah, credit where credit's due for Manchester City. They they obviously won the trophies instead of us. On another yeah. day, it, it could have been it could have been a different situation. But no, what we won, I mean, first Premier League or first Championship trophies, they called it back then. Since 1990, so 30 years without the Premier League or Championship, um, mm. 
I mean, Jurgen Klopp's the first to bring that. Brendan Rodgers was close, but um, yeah, I, I've got to be happy with the success that he's bringing back to the club. And of course, knocking Leicester out of the top four on the last day of the season. Don't think we've forgotten that. <laughs> <laughs> Written off and you came back from nowhere. Um, exactly. But I mean, do you look at the start of this season and do you go, right, you know, six games in, we're, 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 we're playing for second? Or do you think there's a, that you could challenge Manchester City this year? I think we can challenge them, but I think we have to be realistic at the same time. I mean, I do my table predictions like most YouTubers as well. I don't know if you do them, yeah. Chris, as well. But I've predicted Liverpool to finish third before the start of the season. Um, I think the biggest challenges right now are to Manchester City are, I would say, Arsenal and and Liverpool. Because I think Spurs will have a, a different form they always do. Yeah. Um, but Spurs have got a phenomenal squad as well. You can't dis discount them. But I think realistically... We're, the, the teams now are playing for second and third and fourth positions because Man City on. You, they can have a few bad games, but then they can win 15, 16 on the bounce like they've done previous seasons. And just you, you just can't you can't keep up with that. You can't sustain that, that you know. And they, uh, they can uh, is it becoming like the Scottish Premier League? I wouldn't say it's it's become like that because the, there's there's more than one team challenging so to speak it's not mm. where like Celtic have won the the Scottish Premiership by January or February you know it's it's it is a lot more interesting there is a lot of teams I mean top top could lose against bottom we've seen that how many times yeah. throughout the seasons where listen if you if you turn up and and that just go it goes for any game of football it's 11 versus 11 if you turn up with the wrong attitude you're going to get beat so mm. you know just any anyone can win anyone on, on the day um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely Man City's to lose, even though we're two points behind Manchester City on the same amount of games played. City, um, it, it says it all, City... It's a juggernaut, gone, isn't it? Really? Yeah, I mean, last season, they didn't have as many points after the first six games as they have this season, but they won the treble last season, yeah. you know what I mean? So just yeah. this is what you're competing with at this moment in time. It is. And... Uh, I mean, you've 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 got a good record in the Caribou Cup. Uh, thoughts when you got Leicester out the hat? I mean, it's a it's a good draw. I mean, it's a home draw. You'd fancy your chances um, at, against any team at home. But mm. like I say, it depends what team we put out. We're gonna we're gonna put a brand new team out. It'll probably be a different eleven, completely the one that played on on Sunday against um, West Ham. So it all just depends, but I mean, you'd, you'd still fancy our chances uh, to get the victory. But I'd, I'd fancy a high-scoring game, maybe even penalties. To be honest, uh, I think it could maybe go down to that again. I mean, it's funny because I'm in the position here of like, oh God, you know, it, it, it's it's Liverpool, you know, bloody typical, mm. you know. Uh, yeah. And we've had, in fairness, and no disrespect, you know, Burton Albion and Tranmere. It, it's not particularly hasn't been the most difficult first two games yeah, yeah. in the cup for us. Uh, but And, of course, you you know, we, we know that you've beaten us 4-0 earlier in the season. So, in a way, should should we lose this game? Yeah, obviously, I don't want to lose it. Like any fan, I want to win every game that we play. Of yeah. course we do. Uh, but if we do lose this, I'm not going to cry crying into my soup. 
you know. Yeah. I'll, I'll, don't get me wrong, if, it, if it's, you know, nil-nil till 94 minutes and, you know, you get a dodgy penalty, so I'll be fuming. But it will be a case of, well, it was Liverpool, you know. Yeah. And, and it's almost like we're using this to judge ourselves mm. and to see how, uh, how far we've come. Because, yeah. you know, we played you at the start of the Enzo revolution, if you like. Mm. And I've got to say, at times, it's like watching Brazil. And, and I'm not just saying that flippantly, because, you know, we've also got to take into account, obviously, the standard of teams and no disrespect to the championship teams. But, you know, we are yeah. playing the likes of, you know, uh, the, the Norwiches, the, 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 the Stokes and, and the Prestons, not the Man United's, the Liverpool's and the, the Man City's. So yeah. are, are we flattering to deceive is, I suppose, what I'm, I'm asking myself. And... Um, that will be interesting for us to judge that. But at the end of the day, I want promotion. Yeah. If that means that we exit the Cup early uh, and then maybe even exit the FA Cup early, I'm not going to say crying to my soup. Um, But it's very much a case of we can judge ourselves. Mm. uh, Because one of the big things that I've, 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 with, with Leicester this season is we have played very well. We do play out of the back. Um, the big difference, I think, with ourselves now is that when the goalkeeper kicks the ball out to a defender, uh, most yeah. of the time, that defender will actually come to meet the ball. Where under Rodgers, it was like a statue waiting for the ball to come to you. And one of the opposition would nip in and, uh, and pinch it from us. Uh, and then obviously go on and score. Yeah. We have sometimes looked a little bit dodgy at the back. Again, you know, you feel like, well, if somebody scores three, we might be able to score four. It's that sort of thing. And we've we've said a lot that, oh, God, you know, if this was, you know, in the Premier League, would we be being punished? And that's something I'm looking uh, to as well, is that will you take the chances? And I suppose it does depend on the team that that you put out. Um, Yeah. If you were to lose, though, against Leicester, whether that was... I don't know, there's no extra time, is there? So it's straight to penalties. No, just straight to penalties, yeah. Uh, whether it's penalties or you're losing full-time, how annoying is that from your perspective? Um, I mean, it would be annoying, but like like I say, um, it's, 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 it probably would be quite low down on our priorities anyway. Um, ideally, we want to be challenging for the Premier League, which we are doing at the minute. Uh, the FA Cup would tip higher priority than the Carabao Cup. Um, this is why we always mix our team up, team up um, and that's probably the best chance to potentially beat us because sometimes it's it's taken... You've seen it with... Obviously, you wouldn't have seen the, the game in the Europa League against Lask, but we were absolutely atrocious. We made 11 changes um, and it just took us so far. It took us about 50, 60 minutes to get in the game and that was because we brung on the big guns and obviously changed the game up. So, potentially... Mm. You could see that again tomorrow evening. Um, but would I be disheartened if if we got knocked out? Listen, it's a competition that we can win, but we know we're not as strong as other teams. Man City always put their strongest possible team out if, and they generally get far as well. So really, it's not a trophy I'd, I'd be looking to win. But like I say, if we we'll get to the latter rounds and we're here, yeah, quarter, semi-finals, stuff like that, of course you want to win it, but it's... Yeah. It's not the highest trophy. You'd, you'd want to be winning the Premier League, obviously the Europa League now, and then the FA Cup. So 
yeah, it's 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 low down on the list. Put it that way. I think it, I think it's the same even for sort of teams like ourselves. Like I say, give yeah. me, give give me the the championship uh, or promotion in whatever form it is. Yeah. Um, but uh, Jürgen, it says here, uh, Jurgen Klopp traditionally rotates his squad in the Carabao Cup, as you've mentioned. And Linders, yes. is he your assistant manager, Linders? Yeah, he does the press conferences, yeah. yeah. All right. He's confirmed, of course, we'll make changes. But we want to put our game into place. We want to be dominant. We want to be in their half of the pitch. Um, injuries. Uh, I'm just looking here. Trent Alexander-Arnold, is he likely to, to, to miss out? He is likely to miss out. He was involved a little bit in training yesterday, but it was only just light training. So he's been injured um, since the Villa game, I think it was, um, hamstring injury. He might make his, his comeback on Saturday against Spurs. Potentially, he could be on the bench, but I think it comes too early for Trent. Thiago hasn't played all season, so he's not he's not going to be around either. Um, I'm going to ask be... you about Thiago next, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Thiago has not played all season, so he's he's definitely out. Um, but yeah, other than that, we've got any other injury. I don't think we've got any other injuries, as far as I'm aware. Anyway, to be honest, evening, Doug. No. Good evening, Doug. How are you? Has he, is it? I presume he's not popped out yet. If you were, if you were on here, uh, his baby is due any day. Um, yeah. And if, if 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 she goes into labour while the show is on, Doug, just tell her to cross her legs and sit in the corner. <laughs> Yeah. They make such a fuss of it, these women. It's the only giving first, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, and you can now tell why why I am single. Uh, uh, I mean, for us, Callum Doyle um, is uh, very unlikely to make it, I would imagine. Well, he's 100% not going to make it. Mm. Um, he, he got injured uh, in the first half. He didn't come on for the second half at the weekend um, against Bristol City. And his he had his foot in a uh, in a cast, uh, which is a shame because he's our only real left-footed defender. So, right. uh, but the likelihood we could see is um, the return of uh, Connor Cody, mm. who we've not seen all season. And uh, I mean, the, the day we signed uh, Connor Cody and Harry Winks, I've got to be honest with you, I'm like. What? Who? No, sort of thing. I, I was with a, I was with my brother-in-law, who's uh, who's Man United fan, and he said, "Yeah, it's not taking the piss, Chris. You've never signed them to." We have, <laughs> you know. It's, um, but we haven't seen Connor Cody. But he's, and I know this is an oft-used phrase, but he's been such a leader off the pitch. Mm. He's turned up to every game, even though he's not even been on the bench, you know. And he's been on the bench for the last two games. And he hasn't made an appearance. Uh, I'm pretty much, oh, I'm pretty sure that he will do alongside, believe it or not, Yannick Vestergaard. Now, that, I know. Now you're saying this. Uh, you, yeah. we, we, we laughed at Yannick, and um, he was bought by um, Brendan, or as we like to call him, the Bell End. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. Because <coughs> Rob Tanner, who writes for Leicester for the Athletic, said to Brendan, why have you bought this defender? He doesn't fit into your style of play. Mm. Brendan says, yes, he does. Of course, I've chased him for a couple of seasons. He's the player I want. And he never played him. Never yeah. played him. Uh, he started every single game this season for us as mm. Yannick. He is, yes, he's got his, his fault. You know, if you get past him, you know, he's, he's got the turning circle of, a, of you know, Thomas the Tank Engine. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but... He's a great dealer. He brings the ball out and he plays 
really good balls out, and it's it's, it's funny to see him and, yeah. and, and and how well he's done. And I've got to say, the other player as well that that you might be impressed with is Indeedy, who today is apparently mm. with Barcelona. Um, oh, wow. as, we like, as we like to call him these days, Twinkle Toes. I mean, you know, <laughs> this guy again. Last two seasons under Brendan, going nowhere. Enzo's come in, and you get that, don't you? A new manager comes yeah. in, plays you, you know, like Yannick, right? Indeed, that you laugh at. Um, but the other player that I think is going to cause you problems, and that's going to be Harry Winks. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. really loved by a lot of Tottenham fans, and obviously last season I think he was on loan all season. I think it was Sampdoria. Um, but my God, is this like the Duracell Bunny? I yeah. I'm doing watch-alongs, and I'm I'm thinking like that's not Harry. I can't say it's Harry Rings because he was over on the other side a minute ago, but it was mm. all over the place. And the signings we've made, and I can't. I've no way. If you were to ask me to predict the team yesterday, there's no way will I be able to do that because he made five changes against Bristol City, mm. not because of injury, yeah. just because we're playing two games a week now with it being in the championship and it took them probably five ten minutes to settle down but after that he's got them playing a style of football like I say jokingly you could say it's, it's like watching Brazil but the wingers we've got I don't know what defense you're going to put out tomorrow but um are you susceptible to to, to a good winger coming at you uh, well can be yeah I mean obviously we know Trent he gets his criticism for his defending. Um, he does play the hybrid role, but obviously, again, he'll not be playing tomorrow anyway. You've got, I would more than likely think it'll be Gomez playing at right back. Um, you'll probably have, obviously, we'll get on to the team. Team, uh, I don't know if you're doing team lineups and stuff like that, are you, Chris? Or we can talk one? through it. And yeah, I don't do an official lineup because, especially yeah. for a cup game, because there could be so yeah. many changes. So yeah. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a, quite a young team tomorrow. It'll be Gomez on the right, I would have thought, and Simicast on the left. So there is a chance that you, especially McAteer, if he's up against Gomez, um, Pedro Neto caused caused a few issues a few weeks ago for Wolves. So you just never know. Obviously, we'll play. We do sometimes play the high line, especially, but it, it all depends on who's going to be playing. To be honest, we just don't. Yeah. I don't know. Is all the all honesty, but yeah, Gomez and Simicas, I would say the two fullbacks. And and your and your goalkeeper, it looks like it's going to be Keller, doesn't it? Keller, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, quality quality player. Um, yeah, just doesn't get enough games. Um, normally, just usually keeps them for the cup games. But I think last season, I think he played the first round of the Carabao Cup, but then I think it was Allison for the rest of it. Um, same with FA Cup, so. Yeah, it all depends. There's going to be massive amounts of changes, and I'm sure you you guys will make a load of changes as well. Indeed, indeed. Um, I mean, you know, it, it's it's a case of like like that to say who's going to play on the right wing because we, we, mm. we've struggled on the right wing since um, a certain Mares left us uh, a few seasons yeah. ago, and yet now you know we, we've we've never had a right winger, and now we've got like five that can play in that position. <laughs> Um, and Scott makes the point here. Um, Chris, question for you: Is it worth um, risking Vestergaard and Winks as if they get a yellow card this game and they can't play against Blackburn but can play the following game? I, I mean, it, it, that's that is a good question, uh, Scott. And the problem you've got is what's more important, you know? And yeah. 
Blackburn, you t- you've got if it was later in the season, but at the moment it's still early. And 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 he does say here uh, on how he will look to replace Doyle. Uh, Marquesa said we have almost double players for each position. The only position we just have one is Callum, which is the left-footed player. Uh, we're going to have to find a solution and adapt. Uh, but I think the thing is that I would start Vest. I think you've got to. For me, I think when you look at at Liverpool. You'll start with a weaker side and then bring the big guns on. More than but likely, I don't yeah. think Leicester can afford to do that. Because if we start with the weakened side or the B team, whatever you want to call it, and we're struggling, when we go to bring our big guns on, your your guns are bigger. You've got bigger big guns than we have, so <laughs> to speak. So I think for us, it's a case of go out there with the best 11 to start. Yes, yeah. make changes as it goes on. But try and get a lead and then hopefully... You know, if you do bring the, the big guns on, we can, we can hold out. Um, yeah. It's going to be interesting with Cody, though. He's been out, like you say, for nine weeks. And it's going to be, you know, if he does come back in, it's his first game. Um, but he could change. He doesn't play with, with, with standard um, um, left-back, right-backs, Enzo. No, that no. He plays with this inverted. Right, I, I'm too old for all this. Just give me four, <laughs> four give me four four two. I'll be a lot happier. You know, uh, we've got James Justin who, who can yeah. play. I mean, he's normally plays on the left, but he did play on the right against Bristol. I mean, that is it. You look at the team and you think, like Enzo, yeah. what the hell? Are you, you put Ricky on the right, on the left, sorry. Mm-hmm. But then Ricky ended up playing in the midfield, and we end up winning, and just shows what we know uh, about football. Exactly. Um, but uh, for us, um, I think it will be Stole Chark in goal. Um, Everson and uh, Ward do seem to have, they've really dropped down the pecking order. Uh, yeah. I think once we brought um, Hermanson in, he was always going to be, if we brought him in, first choice. But Stole Chark's come away, he's come out of the blue, to be honest with you, as the reserve goalkeeper. But he's done nothing wrong when he, he's, he's yeah. played. Um and I think we'll probably see Justin, um, for me, Justin, Faze, Cody and um, Vestergaard in some form of uh, you know, the, the defence. Winks has got to be included, yellow card or not. He does like a yellow card, but we're gonna, we need his experience. I think if you've got Cody, him and possibly Vardy up front starting, yeah. um, that I think is what our team will be based around. I mean, looking at it, Vardy, we were saying this yesterday, the guy will be 17 he'll still be playing. Yeah. I mean, the guy, he, you know, he played 90 minutes against Southampton. I never thought he'd play 90 minutes again, ever. Yeah. You know? um, I I see, I know he started against uh, Bristol, but I do see him starting because I think from your point of view, if you see the team with Vardy in it, it is a bit more worrying, isn't it? Yeah, and he likes to score against Liverpool, doesn't he? Especially at Anfield as well. Um, he does like a goal. I think he got two goals uh, last time in the Carabao Cup against uh, against Liverpool as well. So, yeah, it would be it would be more worrying, especially with our makeshift back four. Um, so, yeah, it, I, w- I would be worried, but then again, it's it's our home home game. So, I'm yeah. I'm always confident, especially when we're at home. Uh, and this winning run, I think we're on seventeen or eighteen games unbeaten um, since the start, since the towards the end of last season as well, bringing it into this season. So it'll be a different team, I know, but I'm still always confident when we play at home. 
I, I can remember going back to the, um, I think it was Bob Paisley years, when you'd gone to like two seasons unbeaten at Anfield and you hadn't yeah. lost uh, for all season. And uh, Leicester rolled into town, beat, did the double over you uh, and uh, won both games and, and got relegated. So who knows what could happen. <laughs> uh, what, what, what do you think your main players will be then that you're going to start with uh, tomorrow night? Um, so Keller, Kelleher will be in goal, I would have thought. Um, Gomez right back. I think it'll be the young guy, Jarrell Kwanzaa, who's came on leaps and bounds this season. Uh, I think it'll be him partnering Joel Matter, uh, the two centre-backs. I think Van Dyke will be rested. And I think Canate, uh, who's just came back for an injury as well, I think he'll be rested. Simicast left back. I think Endo will probably play. Um... Gravin Burke will probably play again because he was sub at the weekend. Mm. Um, I think Harvey Elliott will more than likely play in that midfield role as well. I think they'll have a young Ben Doak on the right. I think Gakpo will be on the left. And then Jota up front, I think that's a team that's going to be because Jota and Gakpo both came off the bench at the weekend. And I think the interesting thing for me is that we've always said when we played teams like yourself in the Cup and... It's not necessarily starting eleven. It look we look we look at your bench and think bloody mm. hell, look at that. Yeah. But teams are saying that to us this season. You know mm. the amount of uh, millions of pounds we have sat on the bench waiting to come on. Uh, Scott, just to finish with this one. Scott said the youngster Liverpool signed from Leicester. How likely will he play? I, I can't even think who it is to be honest with you. Um, I'm guessing it's somebody you signed for the uh, academy. Yeah, I don't think he will play. I mean, it, he does give youngsters a chance. Obviously, Bobby Clark's played quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Ben Doak's played as well. He does give youngsters the chance, but yeah, I don't think... I think he's only a 15 or 16-year-old that Liverpool signed from Leicester. Um, so, yeah, he's in our youth, youth team. Um, so, yeah, I don't think he'll be playing tomorrow, mate. No. I'm going to end with this one then. Uh, obviously, score predictions. Um, <laughs> what are you going to go for? I'm going to write this down, and if 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 we beat you, I won't remind you of this. Yeah, no worries. I think, it, like I said, I, I said to you before, <coughs> started, so I think there'll be goals in this. Um, we said it. Uh, there's changes from both sides. It's not going to be. It potentially may be a stronger team for you, yourselves rather than than us. Um, and because at the end of the day, you it's like you said, Chris. You want to try and maybe start with your strongest eleven, try and get uh, some sort of lead, and then you can bring your big guns off. Whereas It'll be roles reversal, if anything, for us. But I think, uh, big up Cedric, I think there will be goals in this one. Uh, I'm going to go for Liverpool just to edge it. I'm going to go 3-2. Three, 3-2. Two. Three, two. Well, I actually, in fairness, uh, and I'm going with my head here rather than my heart, because my heart is saying um, draw and then we'll lose it on penalties. But mm. I think if I do that, I don't think my heart could actually <laughs> stand it. <laughs> no, I, I've actually gone 3-1 to Liverpool. Oh, um, okay. so only because, I mean, it's the cup, I know, and blah, blah, blah. But I just think, I think you will be too strong for us. Uh, and like I say, yeah, if you do lose to us, I think that's, that that would be the biggest story, you know, the mm -hmm. fact that you lost. I mean, we know that if you lose to us, it'll all be how bad you were, not necessarily how good we were, yeah. you, know what, you know what Sky's like. But I, I think you will go through. Uh, uh, but for me, having said that, it is all about the performance. Yeah. You know, and, uh, yeah. I want us to put up, I want us to look at that and go, 
this is a team that, all right, if we lose to Liverpool, it's Liverpool sort of thing. But we're now looking at that game and we've got a team that can compete, should we go up, with, you know, two-thirds of the Premier League. Yeah, 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 and that's definitely. what that's what uh, we will be. I'll be looking at as much as the actual result. But uh, as they always say, as long as f- football will be the winner, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bollocks, eh? <laughs> yeah, Steve, exactly. mate, thank you so very, very much for coming on. Do give your channel a shout out again. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on, mate. Always a pleasure. Um, so yeah, um, Statman Stubbs Football Channel on YouTube. Um, Doing very, very well indeed. It's got some regular followers on there, getting a few, uh, seeing the numbers improving week on week as well. The only thing is when you are doing less shows, obviously the less viewers you get. That's yeah. that's understandable. But uh, yeah, Statman Stubbs on YouTube, um, that's where you can find me. So if you want to go and check it out, by all means do so. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, but Chris, thank you very much for having me on, man. No, mate, thank you very much for coming on. I'd say good luck. You know I wouldn't really mean it, though. Uh, but uh, like I said, let's just hope football's the winner. <laughs> Take exactly. care, buddy. I'll speak yeah, to you mate. soon. All Please the best. Bye, bye. Thanks to Steve for coming on there. Uh, yeah, I can say it's a weird one, this, because I don't think we are going to win. Um, it would be nice, uh, and it would be... It, would it be the shock? I don't know what all the other games are, but um, look, it, it will be what it will be. If we lose this but get promoted at the end of the season, this will just be a, a footnote in the story of the season. Uh, but yeah, like you said, Ronald, uh, about phase, uh, possibly <laughs> if he scores, uh, maybe we should just put a red shirt on him <laughs> and play 12, 10 against 12. Who knows? Anyway, thanks to all the Liverpool fans that popped in as well. Uh, I'm sure Steve's doing a watch along tomorrow night, um, as indeed will we be. So if you're watching on Leicester Till I Die, we will be uh, going live at seven o'clock for the watch along. Brad will be joining me uh, before we go live, half-time and post-match as well. Um, I've been Chris. This has been LTID TV. This is Arnie. Thanks very much, guys. All the best. See you tomorrow night. Good night. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too or I'll be back. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. 
That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.